Hey guys, it's Drew here. Welcome to the podcast. In today's episode, I am going to teach you how to audit your own food diary. Now, if you've ever worked with a nutritionist or a trainer, or you've just been generally curious about nutrition and health, you've probably either completed a food diary in the past or have heard about the importance of completing a food diary. And food diaries are a really great starting point for change because it identifies what you are already doing. It identifies perhaps any habits or perhaps any um, practices or perhaps any moments that may affect your eating schedule or your eating um, habits. And it enables us to work around those um, because they've been identified and they're, they're written down. And we often say when it's written, it's real. Um, and it just is what it is. And, and writing down everything you are eating and drinking is a really great way of teaching yourself how to move forward, how to improve, and how to perhaps get closer to your goals, be it body composition or energy or exercise performance or whatever it may be. So starting with nutritional change, a really great way of achieving that is through identifying what you are currently eating. Now, we like a, a, a good range of data for this. So we like a food diary to be between five and seven days in length. And we like that food diary to include weekends because Monday to Friday, we're generally quite structured. Um, we're quite consistent. Uh, we follow patterns. Whereas on Saturday and Sunday, for most people, that routine is now split. And all of a sudden, we're doing things we wouldn't usually do. We're going out and catching up with friends. We're going out for breakfast, for lunch, or for dinner. More alcohol may be included in the, in the diet over the weekend. So it's really important to get five to seven days worth of data that includes weekends. It includes the good. It includes the bad. So you can really get a broad range um, a broad idea of exactly what is going into your body, when and why. Now, five to seven days, as I said, is ideal. Now, we want the good, the bad and the ugly. We don't want you to manipulate what you are consuming just because you are recording it, just because you are writing it down. You want to record the good, the bad and the ugly. So you want to record, you know, for example, the alcohol consumption or, you know, the, the, the desserts and we, the treats and the snacks in between meals and the mouthfuls of this and that and the binge episodes. We want you to record all of this so we can get a full picture of what's going into your body and why, and perhaps work around those habits or triggers um, and you know, start, to, start to help create new habits off the back of those. So that's the first thing of today's, today's episode is five to seven days worth of data, write down what you're eating and drinking, everything that you're eating and drinking, including water, and be as specific as you possibly can be. So you don't need to go to the extreme of weighing food as such, but most people have a good idea of what they're consuming. So for example, if you're in the supermarket and you buy you know, a 500 gram container of beef mints, for example, and you cook up a delicious dish with that beef mince, and you consume about a third of 
that dish or, or, or of that beef mince, you kind of have a rough idea that it's roughly 150, you know, 175 grams of beef mince that you've consumed. So most people can get a good idea, a good grasp of the total amount that they've purchased, the total amount that they've cooked, and then obviously divvying up to what they actually consume. So without needing requiring weighing foods and measuring foods as such, the best guess you possibly can um, helps to highlight, you know, perhaps areas where you're over-consuming or maybe under-consuming particular macronutrients. Um, really, really important there. So how to audit your own food diary. Once you've got the five to seven days worth of data, there's four points that I really want you to focus on when it comes to auditing your own food diary. So before you go and, you know, see a nutritionist or before you go and, you know, um, try and go on the latest diet or follow the latest, you know, Instagram um, trend, food trend or whatever, let's audit what you are already doing and start to make additions to that. So you've got your data, five to seven days. The first question I get you to ask yourself over that five to seven days, have you consumed at least 1.5 liters of water per day? Have you done that, yes or no? Now, again, you don't need to be specific with measuring things, but if you have a 750 ml bottle or a 600 ml bottle, have you consumed that two or three times throughout the day? Have you drank two, uh, sorry, 1.5 liters of water per day, yes or no? Now, we're looking for every day for this one. Water is so crucial. so. We want this one to be ticked off every day, yes or no? That's point number one. Point number two, have you consumed five servings of vegetables per day? Five servings of vegetables per day. Now, what's a serving of vegetables? For the most part, a serving of vegetable is one piece of that vegetable. So for example, a serving of carrots is one whole carrot. A serving of broccoli is a head of broccoli. Uh, a serving of, you know, um, cucumber is one whole cucumber as a general rule of thumb. So have you consumed five servings of vegetables in each single day of that five to seven day period? Yes or no? Five servings of vegetables, yes or no? Now, you can take this one step further by trying to get five different colored vegetables. So five servings of different colored vegetables per day. Have you had a serving of red vegetable, i.e. A, a, a capsicum, for example? Have you had a serving of green vegetable, i.e. a zucchini, a yellow, a pink, or a blue, or whatever? So start with five servings of vegetable and then progress to five different colored servings of vegetables. Have you done that? Yes or no? Audit number three. Have you consumed a palm size portion of protein? So the size of your individual palm, have you consumed a palm size portion of protein in three of those meals every day? So i.e. breakfast, lunch, and dinner. So your main three meals. Have you consumed a palm-sized portion of protein in each of your three meals over those five to seven days, yes or no? So your protein sources are things like eggs and fish and seafood and chicken and 
beef and pork and vegetarian sources like tempeh and tofu. You've got um, dairy sources such as plain Greek yogurt. You've got cottage cheese. If you're a vegan, you've got things like lentils and beans. So a palm-sized portion of those three times per day, have you consumed that, yes or no? So if you're looking at you know, um, eggs, for example, people would say, well, how do I get a palm-sized portion of eggs? It's, it's usually two eggs. For most females, for males, because they're bigger, they have bigger hands, it would usually be three eggs. Um, for, for meat, it would be a roughly 100 grams for most women, um, 150 grams for most men. Um, so have you consumed a palm-sized portion of protein three times per day for that five to seven days, okay? That's point number three. And then point number four is a really important and forgotten point is how am I actually feeling after each meal on each particular day. So let me give you an example of this. Are you hungry after consuming breakfast? Or are you hungry after consuming lunch? Are you craving foods after lunch or after dinner? Are you craving sugar? Are you craving dessert? Are you craving coffee? Um, is your energy low? Uh, if I said, let's go and train, would you be too low on energy to train? Are you too full after eating meals? Are you bloated? Are you uh, really high on energy? Are you ready to train? Are you feeling good? Are you feeling strong? Are you feeling you know, lean? Like, How are you actually feeling after these meals? And I'll give you an example of to why this is so important because Generally, people consume a higher carbohydrate, lower protein breakfast. That's Western society. So it's usually toast or cereal or yogurt or, or a croissant or a pastry or something like that and a coffee. So it's a high carbohydrate, very low protein meal. And usually what happens is after consuming that, because of the lack of protein, so there's a lack of fullness involved and, and satiety involved with that particular high carbohydrate meal, generally what happens is mid-morning we get hungry, we start to crave sugar, we start to crave energy, we start to crave coffee, our energy drops, and for that reason, we start to reach for the tea and bickies, or we start to reach for you know a sweet treat, or it might just be a strong coffee, a milky coffee or a sugary coffee to boost us back up and to push us through until lunch. Now, if we flip that and we consume a high protein breakfast, so for example, omelet with a couple of different servings of vegetables, we know eggs are high on the satiating scale. We know eggs make you feel full and satisfied. And we know vegetables, uh, because of the, the, the amount of fiber they contain, we know they help us keep full and satisfied as well. So ordinarily, people who consume a higher protein breakfast are less hungry mid-morning. They have less cravings mid-morning. And therefore, they don't have the desire to eat mid-morning and they can usually last through until lunch. So it's really important that when it comes to auditing your own food diary, you're also identifying how these meals and foods are making you feel. What effect are they having on your body? And that is a really great way of sort of being, I guess, accountable and aware and being able to then manipulate things and try new things, try new meals, try new foods 
in order to you know reach a different outcome with how you're feeling so if we summarize today it's grab five to seven days worth of data by writing down everything that you are eating and drinking for five to seven days everything as specific as you can audit point number one are you consuming 1.5 liters of water per day yes or no every day yes or no so perhaps you're doing it three days of the seven days then your goal is to build that up to seven days every single day you want to be consuming at least 1.5 liters of water so that's audit point number one if you are achieving that great give yourself a big tick you're done if you are not achieving that that is your focus point goal and once you get to seven days then you can move on to the next goal audit point number two is are you consuming five servings of vegetables per day every day yes or no so again if you're doing that three or four times a week that's a great starting point but your goal is to get that to every day seven days a week you want to be consuming five servings of vegetables per day and remember this is stuff like the vegetables you might put in your morning omelet it's stuff like the vegetables you add to your salad at lunch so all the salad vegetables are included in vegetables so all your leafy greens and your tomatoes and your cucumbers and your capsicums and your mushrooms all these things are included and then obviously the um, vegetables that you use for dinner as well so five servings remember a serving is a rule of thumb is one whole piece of the vegetable so a, a whole carrot or a whole cucumber for example um, progressing from that if you have nailed that progressing from that is now try and consume five different colored servings of vegetables per day so try and have a red try and have a green try and have a yellow try and have a purple um, as a way of really accelerating you know health outcomes number one but also just variety within your diet number two so that's order point number two order point number three is are you consuming a palm-sized portion of protein three times per day okay three times per day you want to be consuming a palm-sized portion of protein so generally that's over your three main meals your breakfast your lunch and your dinner now as we said protein sources are everything from you know eggs and seafood and meat all the way through to plain greek yogurt to cottage cheese tofu tempeh beans legumes um protein supplements are included in that as well so if you're having a protein shake that is included as well so are you consuming that three times per day really important um, to be consuming adequate dietary protein um, we've got a whole podcast episode on that one so that's audit point number three are you consuming a palm-sized portion of protein three times per day every day if the answer is again only a couple of days a week your goal is to get it to seven days per week and then the fourth point is how am i feeling what symptoms if you want to put it that way am i experiencing throughout the day am i hungry am i craving food after a particular meal am i experiencing low energy after a particular meal am i feeling really full after a particular meal the point of this is we want to be able to start to manipulate 
the, the meals that you are consuming towards meals that are making you feel really good and making you feel really satisfied and not making you hungry or crave foods after them. We want to include more of those kinds of meals in your week than the opposite, than the meals that, are, that you're consuming but you're hungry an hour later or you're craving food an hour later or craving sugar an hour later. Perhaps the portion size is too big, perhaps the portion size is too small, perhaps you need to include more dietary protein in those meals. So it all comes through one big picture and it's a way that we can audit our own food diaries. These four points are essentially what you would work through with a professional. We would be looking at these fundamental points first and once you have got these four points to seven days per week. So once you are drinking one and a half liters of water seven days a week, once you are consuming five servings of vegetables seven days per week, and then five different colored servings of vegetables seven days per week, once you are consuming three palm-sized portions of protein seven days per week, and once you are um, discovering that you are no longer feeling hungry or bloated or low on energy or craving food after meals most days per week. We've really nailed it. We've nailed the fundamentals and there really isn't that much room for error once we've got these four points under check. And then from there, it's really refining, really getting to into the one percenters to, to further pursue whatever goal you may have. But for 99% of people and 99% of the time, these four points enable rapid, great results. They enable great changes in health outcomes, body compositional outcomes. So these four points are what we are really looking at you to um, implement when it comes to auditing your own food diary. Guys, I hope you got a lot out of this episode. Um, this is one that uh, I think a lot of people really need to hear and really need to focus on. And uh, I, I really hope you got a lot out of it. Um, of course, consult a professional before you make any rapid changes to your diet. Um, if you have any health uh, complications or any specific requirements, it's best that you check with a professional um, before you make any rapid changes. Um, please remember we are always here to help. Guys, thank you so much for listening um, and we'll speak to you at another episode. Bye.